This is the Wildflower Bee Farm Report for Saturday, September 26, 2020. Summer all over again. What a week. It's been sunny here in uh, Blenheim, Ontario on the bee farm. And the bees are acting like it's summer. Let me explain a little bit about what's going on out there. We have uh, on the natural flower side or the wildflower side, we have obviously goldenrod. Um, it looks like the bees have uh, basically pollinated over half of it. You can tell by the color change in the flowers, but they continue to work the goldenrod. We have white heath aster and New England aster everywhere, and it's absolutely beautiful. And the bees are flying every hive. We have 31 hives. 30 out of 31 are absolutely going crazy, and the other one is just sort of a normal pace. Um, it's sort of been that hive that we've looked at all throughout the year wondering about it, um, but it it still has a queen and the queen's producing they're just they almost seem to be in sort of a mellow kind of process they're not really they have a lot of honey for the winter i checked it when i put the um moisture uh pine shaving moisture blankets on top and, and checked out the hives they were they were fine and and they had a lot of honey it's a um a deep with a medium on top for honey so it's a it's ready to go so the, i don't think they have a lot to do and for some reason their behavior is very relaxed now the interesting enough the i was i was weed eating around the hives and i had all my gear on because um the last time i i did weed eating even though i do it in the morning before they fly because once they start flying it's like a swarm everywhere they're just bees flying everywhere and i'm sure i'd run into them and they'd sting and not necessarily hurt me but we'd kill bees because remember when they sting us they die so the last time i i did that a weed eat it in the morning i had some bees come out and they actually uh stung me in the ankles the only area that i didn't have protected so this time i wore all my gear so i wouldn't have to think about that and went out because when you're weed eating with a weed eater and I have a blade, not a string on my weed eater. Occasionally when you touch the base of the hive, it vibrates, which gets them very angry. And the guards come out looking to defend the home. So anyway, I was doing that and and the bees are just are just phenomenal. They're, they're just uh, going after the wild on the wild side. And then on the, on the clover side, we have uh, the white clover, the white sweet clover has just come on again and it's just it's beautiful and it's everywhere and where we planted it the crimson clover as well they're working the crimson clover there's ulcic clover and the hairy vetch they suddenly started working on the hairy vetch which is a which is a shock because we've been watching these beautiful purple flowers all year nothing bumblebees for sure butterflies all, all kinds of wildlife but no honeybees yesterday they were all over it no idea why because they have so many other options um, it's also interesting that I think the theory about bees being like humans as far as, you know, why travel for food if it's right in front of your door. The bush hives that are spread out throughout the bush are surrounded by fields of goldenrod. I mean, the entire bush is just yellow. When you get close to those hives, there's a funky odor because that's what happens when aster uh, nectar and uh, goldenrod nectar is being sort of uh, worked by the bees to create honey they have to get out the moisture and it gives off a funky odor the uh, other hives that we have two six we have about eight hives that aren't in the bush they're closer to the white sweet clover 
and you have white sweet clover and then you have uh, crimson clover and then you have the bush well these bees there's no there's no smell around their hives because it looks like they're the hives that are working the white sweet clover and the crimson clover primarily I'm sure they're all working different things but there seems to be a majority of the honey and the nectar uh, that will be produced will be coming uh, from the white sweet clover so the theory is correct that bees don't need to travel why would you travel if you have food right in front of you so the more we can create an environment for them on the farm the more likely we are to have them stay on the farm and stay protected within our 50 acre environment where there's no pesticides herbicides or anything else going on so that's pretty exciting um the health of the hives you know in in, in one two two instances i i just took a quick look on the uh, roof where the moisture blankets are without disrupting the bees at all and absolutely dry one of the one of the boxes had a little bit of moisture on the top but beneath it was dry so it means that it's doing what it's supposed to be doing which is it's sort of when the warm air hits the cooler roof if there's any condensation it drips down and is caught by the by the shavings which then are able to dry because we have the vent holes also did not see any ants in the upper parts which was uh, which was great to see. So those those two areas are, are, are pretty exciting. They're they're working hard now. I'm I'm fascinated by the um, the pine uh, grove hive that has the spruce grove that has no um, only as a, a single deep, and they continue to forage for nectar, pollen, and other sources. And and you wonder where they're going to put it. And when we had put the moisture blanket on, uh, we have a video where you can see how they're cross uh, you know cross combing. They're putting honeycomb everywhere to store things and you wonder just how heavy that hive's going to be going into the winter so it's exciting times now on the on the wildflower side we've worked up the soil where we're going to be broadcast seeding the wildflowers probably within a month or so and that will finish the planting phase we're also looking at uh, different tree options but because we have the bush we're thinking we probably other than some fruit trees will not be planting significant trees next spring we'll be focusing on just managing what we have it also appears clear that while we have 31 hives going into the winter depending on how many survive it seems like an outgoing number would be 50 hives for the 50 acres to be able to support without having them need to go other into other areas particularly if we continue with the clover we will have a huge section of yellow sweet clover next year because it takes two years for that to bloom it'll be interesting to see how much of the white sweet clover self-seeds itself because we won't be doing any more direct planting but just seeing how that white clover comes along by seeding itself and that would be the same for the hairy vetch and the crimson clover we're leaving little blocks of that for the bees so they will also have that to forage coming up this week we um they have shipped our sensors so we expect to have that technology ready and hopefully we'll have it online within a week we'll have to do some work and remember we're the first in the world to use these sensors from the company called home accept uh, a company out of nova scotia that i got involved with as they as they provide sensors and technology to help seniors stay safe in their homes and so uh, in talking to them and using testing some of their products in in one of our homes i I said to them, well, let's look at this for bees, and they, they agreed to do some uh, technology changes to see if we could do that. So I'll keep you posted on that. I'm Hank from the Wildflower Bee Farm. Remember, go to wildflowerbeefarm.com. We have a 30-day free trial to become a member where you can get, if you're homeschooling your kids or if you're a teacher and you, um, you want to use our, our weekly uh, video clips to motivate your students, we, we have them there every week. There's a new one that will 
certainly have students, particularly elementary school age, age five all the way up to 12 or 13, and probably even high school age if they want to get advanced. But for the younger children, it certainly gives them an opportunity to do uh, research projects, to engage in gifted behavior, and to be able to use um, the weekly video clips to motivate their learning, whether they're at home uh, doing homeschooling, whether they're at home doing um, you know virtual schooling or in an actual classroom. It's just, if you uh, want to get involved beyond the 30 days, it's only $50 a year for a membership, and that includes $50 for a classroom. So you may want to sponsor one for your school, your your child's school. Simply go to wildflowerbeefarm.com. Again, I'm Hank. Talk to you again next time.